views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey everybody, welcome. Welcome. I want to le- I want to welcome everybody to the Dr. Pat show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on. It's really great to have you here on the show. We have got a fabulous show for you today. Uh JM DeBoard is going to be joining us here today. And I have to tell you, it's today's show is all about dreams. Dreams, one, two, three. We're going to be opening up the phone lines for those of you out there to call in, talk about your dreams, get some help with what they mean. Uh, And I, you know, it's really interesting. I I don't dream that often, but, you know, here we are. I know I was going to do this show. And then I have like the weirdest dream the other day that I could even imagine. I don't even remember all of it. That's how weird it was. But before I get cranking here, I want to say hello to Mr. Eric, who is producing the show for us today. Hello, Eric. Hey, good afternoon, Dr. Pat. How are you doing today? I'm pretty good. How are you doing? Can't complain. We've got another gorgeous day upon us. Another day in in paradise, for sure. That's right. Uh, And for those of you out there, thanks for tuning us in and turning us on. It is great to be connecting with all of you today. If you want to find us, if you want to find out more information about who we are and about what we're up to, you can certainly do it by going to the com. Follow us on Facebook, Facebook, The Dr. Pat Show, Twitter, The Dr. Pat Show. Uh, and uh, pretty soon you're going to see a whole new look from us uh, about how we show up on the Internet, which I'm very excited about. Uh, it has been in the making for some time, thanks to Jessica and a lot of other people that have stepped up to do this. Uh, we have a great team, Jessica, Moon, Linda, Kim. Everybody here, fabulous, Andy, and so all of you are part of it. We've taken your feedback that you have given us over the past several years and have incorporated it. So we're going to do this like, as they say, in the world of technology, phase one. Then we're going to come back and add a couple of really cool things for all of you out there. So thanks for giving us that information. Thank you for telling us what you'd like to see more of, how you'd like to be connected to some of the folks we're connected with, and much more. Uh, and, uh, you know, this is really kind of exciting. I get to talk to J.M. DeBoer joining us here today. You know, let me just say a little bit about this. We're going to talk about dreams. We're going to talk about, you know, the wisdom of dreams, what it is we should know, the one, two, three process of dream work. Uh, we're going to talk about the book right in front of me, some of the symbolisms. Uh, we're opening up the phone lines for those of you that want to get some help on interpretation. And we've got a copy of this book to give away. Um, so for many of you, I know that you have had, you know, ideas about the dreams you've had. 
Sometimes you think they're really weird. Sometimes you think, wow, I can't make sense of it. Sometimes they're startling. Sometimes we have bad dreams called nightmares. Well, what are they all trying to tell us? J.M. DeBoer began studying and interpreting dreams over two decades ago. And now is one of his personal dreams come true uh, with the publication of this book, Dreams 123, Remember, Interpret, and Live Your Dreams. Live your dreams. That is really what I want to talk with him about today. Um, But here he is, and he's worked in newspapers, radio, television, the author of a novel, Something Coming, a New Age Thriller. That sounds kind of cool. Uh, and much more. He's joining us here today. J.M., welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Thank oh, you for Dr. joining Pat, us. It's great to be here. I've been looking forward to this. Yes, and thank you. Thank you. Sorry, sorry for the last time you were supposed to be on, but, you know, as always, this is the perfect time. Um, I, I want to talk to you a little bit about dreams, um, in, and let me just kind of share a little bit of my perspective from it, especially after I've read the book. Sure. I started to have dreams as a really young child, but they weren't really great dreams, as people would say. You know, I, I, I grew up in an era where I immersed myself in science fiction, even as a young child. Uh-huh. And so my dreams were really whacked. Uh, and, and, you know, and somebody said, well, that's what you get. But I still think there's symbolism in it. So how do we how do we tease apart? What symbolism, what's trying to come through us, what we're trying to learn, and what the influence is of the outer world? Do you like that question? Yes, yes, absolutely. I I think the first thing that's important to understand or to know is that not all dreams have meaning. You can dream as many as four to seven times a night. Now, those are sessions of dreaming, and they could be one dream per session. There could be several. So the possibilities, when you start adding it up, you can have a lot of dreams in one night. But a lot of them are just sort of memories processing, uh, impressions that you had from, you know, media you consumed, whether it's, you know, you read a book and it made an impression on you, you watched a movie, you know, something along those lines. Now, those things can also be worked into dreams and used as symbolism. And usually those dreams are memorable. They make an impression on you. You feel emotionally or intellectually engaged with the content of the dream. You're no longer just a passive observer, but you're an active participant in the dream story. And so those are often the dreams that indicate that they have meaning. Now, once you know that a dream does have meaning, then you can take steps to understand what the dream is trying to tell you, and that's what I get into in my book, is that dreams are little stories about you, about your life, about the internal makeup of you, you know, kind of the way that you're put together in your personality, your character, your psyche, and those dreams reflect you back. Whatever's happened in the previous 24 hours of your life before you go to sleep, it's going to be the fodder for your dreams. They're going to take all these little bits and pieces of information and they're going to weave it together into a narrative. That narrative is about you and your life, and within it there is perspective, there is advice, there are answers to questions. Uh, Anything that's most important, if you miss something like, uh, you know, maybe you're married and your spouse is starting to give off some kind of signal or vibe and you're not picking it up, you're too busy at work or distracted or something like that, but it's something that's important for you to know. You've picked it up subliminally or subconsciously, but you need to have it amplified. So dreams will take those little voices in your head and they'll amplify them and say, hey, look, you need to get this information. This is important for you to understand. So I'm going to take this and I'm going to 
exaggerate it. I'm going to blow it up. I'm going to make it really memorable and noticeable, and I'm going to make it dramatic, and it's going to be something that's going to engage your emotions with it so that in the morning you remember this dream, you give it some thought, and you understand what the message is. Wow. And so is that really the, well, okay, okay, I don't know how to say this any other way, but is that really the essence of nightmares, so to speak? I mean, we call them nightmares. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Nightmares are dreams with the volume cranked up to the max. There's usually something that is turning chronic in your life that needs to be resolved or it needs your attention. It often results from stress or anxiety that isn't being relieved or it isn't being addressed. And so it's something that's ongoing in your life and it's been going on for a while. Your dreams have probably tried to give you a gentler nudge, and when that doesn't work, then they resort to shock therapy. You know, they hook you up to the table, and they run the current through you, and they they shock you to get your attention. They're like a swift kick in the butt. You know, I I compare dreams to that best friend who is always honest with you. Not everybody has a friend like that, you know? A lot of times our friends will tell us what what they think we want to hear rather than what we really need to hear, and they reflect us back honestly. It can be an invaluable resource if you have a friend like that. And that's really what your dreams are, because they don't have any illusion. They don't have ego turf to defend. They don't have blind spots where they can't recognize things about yourself. So they're, they are like that honest, you know, that, that, that life coach, that best friend, somebody who will always be honest with you and tell you what you need to know as opposed to what you want to know. Well, I actually have a friend like that, and that is absolutely true, but I get to do the same thing, even when there are hard messages. But um, why is it, and this is something we hear, and then we're going to go to the phones. we got a couple of people waiting to chat with you. Why is it that dreams, if we don't write them down, we forget them a lot of the times? I'm not saying always. Yeah, actually, within the first 10 minutes, if you don't start getting your dreams recalled um, from the first 10 minutes after you've uh, woken up, then most likely you're going to forget them. And the thing is, is that dreams are stored in short-term memory. You've got to do some kind of processing to pull that information out of your short-term memory and get it to process into your long-term memory. So, yeah, usually within 10 minutes, you've forgotten your dreams. But I do know some exceptions to the rule. One that was really fascinating is a guy who said that when he laid down to go to bed at night, that's when he remembered his dream from the previous morning. And the thing is, is that being back in the same physical position is a cue for your mind. So when he lays down and puts his head on the pillow, it's reminding his body, is reminding his mind that this is the position I'm in when I dream. And, oh, yeah, by the way, do you remember those dreams from yesterday morning? And they start bringing up the content. For most people, though, unless they do some kind of, unless they make some kind of effort within the first few minutes to wake up, then they're not going to remember their dreams. And what's most important, really, is to have time. A lot of us hit the ground running in the morning, either physically or mentally. Our minds just start thinking about the things we have to do that day or, or whatever, but you're not thinking about your dreams. And you really need those first few minutes to just keep your mind quiet and, and look at what, the, what, you know, what your memories are. And for most people... If they practice that a little bit, the dream memories will come back pretty readily. I love it. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be taking your calls. I know we've got Jessica waiting, Kelly waiting. For those of you that want to connect and get some help about your dreams, let's do do it. 
425-373-5527. Give us a shout. Uh, J.M. DeBorg joining us here today. The book is fabulous for those of you out there. And we also have a copy of the book to give away. So hang on. Uh, dreams, one, two, three. Remember, interpret, and live. Live your dreams. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Laura Longley is on a mission to remove stuckness from your life for good and replace it with happiness. Tune in Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, and Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com for The Laura Longley Show, where authentic change takes flight. Say yes to that inspired you and goodbye to your stuckness as Laura and her guests deliver powerful ways to work through common problems in this fun and unique hit show. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Are you tired of being tired? Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Did you know the adrenal glands, the workhorse of the body? They are the means by which you position yourself in life for whatever comes your way. Tiny but mighty, producing hormones the body uses to promote energy and vitality. These adrenals determine how you respond to stress, and when depleted, the body loses its ability to function powerfully when we need it most. The much-needed adrenaline or epinephrine is not available for emergency situations. Cortisone and cortisol, the longer-acting anti-stress adrenal hormones, can also become depleted due to the pace of our everyday lives. We overwork and undernutrition our most powerful ally that helps us to live the lives we desire. We are able to determine the optimum function of the adrenals and put your system back in balance. Contact us today to feel powerfully energized at 888-777-4232 or visit us at maryjanemack.com. Come alive and shine with the Alive and Shine radio show with Adil and Savitri. Widen your perspective, learn to heal yourself, and clarify your power of choice so that you feel truly alive and shine. The Alive and Shine radio show is your how-to guide for creating a life in which your dreams come true. Listen live each Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific time on KKNW or at AliveAndShineShow.com. What's getting your attention as physical pain or illness? Have doctors been unable to help? Consider an intuitive healing session with Christy Borst. Amazing things happen every day, sometimes with jolting awareness, and sometimes with subtle shifts aided with Christy's divine healing gift. Release that which no longer serves you. For more information and to contact Christy, visit HealingResonance.us. That's HealingResonance.us. everybody welcome back welcome back and if you don't know who that is that is at the time that that song was done sweet dreams it was the eurythmics later on it was annie lennox and she brought new meaning to my hairstyle that i got on right here 
Uh, but also, she opened the door for a whole lot of us to look a little bit great with a different color hair. And I love that song. Eric, that was beautiful. Thank you. No problem. I, I can see the inspiration with the hairstyle. Yeah, totally, for sure. totally. <laughs> yeah, and in the 90s, in, in early 1990, 91, I shaved my head like Sinead O'Connor. There was that. I did that. Um, and that's an interesting story. Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. Dreams, one, two, three. Remember, interpret, and live your dreams. And there is an emphasis for me uh, in in the book about that. J.M. DeBoer joining me here today. And so we're going to talk about that. You know, the reason I say live your dreams like that, J.M., is because we don't really talk about that in dreams. You know, there aren't many people that will say, oh, dreams, one, two, three. What is he talking about? Now, how do I live my dream? How do we put all that together? And I think the best way to do it is to go and talk with people that have called in. And then you and I could talk about how we've been personally affected by it. But let's go to Jessica first, if we could. Yeah, that sounds great. Hello. Hi, Jessica. Um, so my question, well, it's a question, and then I'll tell you my dream, is uh, what do you think about um, reoccurring dreams? Because there is this dream that I've been having for years, and I, I can't really say how often I have it, like maybe a few times a year, you know, one of those things. But it's always about a tornado, and I'm always, um, in, and it's always in different places, but it's always a tornado, and I'm always gathering everyone and getting everyone to safety. And usually it's like we head to a basement, and um, and then it just kind of like goes away from there. But, I mean, that specific dream I have very frequently. Well, most likely it's describing something that's ongoing in your life. Recurring dreams are common um, because many situations in our life are also daily occurrences, or at least they happen often. You, you know, you, you go to work, you go to school, you, you know, you see your children, your family, you watch television, you, you know, whatever it is, you, you have these things that recur daily in your life, and so dreams take whatever's been, um, it happens in the last 24 hours of your life, and we'll take it and weave it into these little stories. Now, the recurring dream of tornadoes, I used to have a recurring dream of tornadoes, and for me, the tornado represented something that represented drastic change, that there was something in my life that needed to sort of be taken up into the clouds in the sense of lifted off of me. And for me, that was a baggage from my past basically, you know, whether it was regret or guilt or shame or whatever it was, those emotions were weighing me down. And I used to run from the tornadoes. I used to, like you, in fact, I I would go and I would hide in a school basement. That's one I remember very vividly is going into the school and hiding in the basement. And the school implied that there were things that I was learning. And what I was learning was this, is that that baggage from the past was just sort of a negative side of my mind that was trying to keep me in that same state of mind. It wanted me to keep feeding the negativity in. It wanted me to dwell on the past. Now, do you have anything like that in your life? I'm not saying that symbolism necessarily matches your life. I'm just giving you an idea from my life that might help you understand what's going on in your dream. Um, I think I'll have to pay more attention to what's going on in my life at the time when I have one of those dreams. It hasn't happened in a while, actually, but it's one—it's just something I've always wondered about because it does come up now and again. So I will definitely pay more attention. 
One of the ways that you figure out dream symbolism is you ask yourself, well, in essence, what is this symbol? What does it do? What does it represent? What does it mean? And for tornadoes, what happens after a tornado goes through? Well, it makes a path of destruction, you know? So that is one possibility for symbolism. It's also a funnel cloud. It's lifting things up into it. When I finally had a dream that helped me to understand what the tornadoes meant, I looked up into the funnel cloud, and what did I see? The all-seeing eye, that one big eye, like the one at the top of the pyramid, and it was up in the funnel, and it made me realize that it was something that was almost cosmic in a way, because what it told me was is that I was being observed by whatever created this big, wonderful universe of ours. Its eye was fully open and looking at me, and what I felt was complete acceptance. It said, yeah, you've got flaws, you've got faults, you know, but everybody does. Don't let that weigh you down. You're created the way that you're supposed to be. You can make improvements, and I want you to, you know, but I don't want you to dwell on the past. I want you to know that you are seen and you are loved just the way that you are. So for me, it was a very profound message, but I had to work through my fear first. You know, if you think about how people react to tornadoes, I mean, they're frightening. I grew up in the Midwest, and, you know, I was right outside of Xenia when the big tornadoes hit in the 70s there, and I remember that making a very big impression on my young mind. And so to me, you know, tornadoes represented some kind of a danger that could come through and just completely upend your life, you know, tossing farm equipment and tearing roofs off and all that kind of stuff. In a dream, that's symbolism for something else that could be in your life. Now, also think about a tornado. What do they do? Like, you know, do you have any children? Because children are sometimes described as little tornadoes, you know. You go into a room that's just been cleaned up, and five minutes later, after a four-year-old has gotten out all their toys, you know, it's complete destruction in that room, you know. So that's another possibility to consider. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you. Thanks. Well, you know, let's talk a little bit about this and then we'll go to the phones here in a minute again. But, you know, part of what you and I were talking about is our life changes, you know, how certain things lead us in one direction or another. And I'm really I I want I would love to get your advice on something. You know, I don't consider myself, J.M., a nighttime dreamer, but I have always been called in my entire life, even as a little kid, I got in a lot of trouble. A daydreamer, you know, yeah. and, and, you know, that, that daydream, where'd she go? I think she's on another planet. Where did she go? Get, you know, have her come back here. And, and I wanted to talk with you a little bit about that. For those of you out there, I just want you to know we are taking your calls. Um, if you want to give us a shout and you want an interpretation of your dreams, 425-373-5527. Give us a call, 425-373-5527. You know, what, can, can you help with that distinction? Yeah, um, I sure can. Um, you know, when there's a lot of things in your dreams that people don't take the phrases like live your dreams and make your dreams come true and, and dream big. You know, they don't really take those phrases seriously. I think that through your dreams, you're helping to sort of decide what you want in your future. They're showing you possibilities. And I think that daydreaming is just as good as a regular dream, as long as a daydream is allowed to just sort of proceed on course without a lot of interference or direction from the ego. The daydreaming is actually very similar to a regular dream because dreams use your imagination as the delivery vehicle for their stories. 
And a daydream is just you being a little more conscious about the way that you're using your imagination. Oh. Now, this goes into um, Carl Jung and others have come up with something that's called active imagination. Mm-hmm. And what you do is, is you use your imagination to think through possible scenarios from your future or to work out things from the past and sort of assimilate all that information and compile it together and then take the little bits and pieces of it out of it that are going to help you to improve your life. And that sense, you live your dreams, you make them come true because you pay attention to the content of your dreams and the content of your imagination. And then you, you start to notice the patterns and the things that connect together. And within that, you'll start to find suggestions and clues. I just ran across one recently on Reddit that was a terrific example. The lady who'd been dreaming all of her life about water and specifically about manta rays and stingrays. Wow. She would have these dreams floating in the water and these creatures were sort of languidly floating by her and everything. Now, she had followed up in the family business as a public relations person. Her family owned a public relations company. And here she was in her later 20s, well on her way to maybe eventually running the company or at least being high up in it. And what she discovered was is that there was another calling from deep within her that wanted her to work in the water. She ended up going back to school, studying the rays, you know, manta rays, stingrays, and became a specialist in it. And so for her, her dreams were actually saying, live your dreams means actually taking the content of your dream and then looking at your life and going, how can I make the two match up a little better? For some people, it can be drastic changes, like a career change. For other people, there's more like subtle suggestions and tweaks. But either way, that's what living your dreams really means. Well, you know, one of the things also that, um, you know, I was I was talking with you earlier about is that, you know, we get the, the information in a dream and there are certain symbols related yeah. to that. And I want to talk about that when we come back from break on how to interpret the symbols. You know, if there is something that shows up time and time again in our dream, what does it mean? You know, how do we look at that, right? Um, yeah, that's right. You know, whether it's, all, you know, having a recurring dream or not a recurring dream, but there's symbolism. The other thing also is that I had someone that sent in a message and wanted to talk about what happens in dreams when people that have passed on show up. Okay, yeah. What I, happens when right what happens when they get they get in your dream and it says if they're right there in the room with you. Before we do that, would you tell folks a little bit how they can find out more about you, give out some of your information, how they can get a copy of the book as well? Yeah, absolutely. The book is uh it's at bookstores across the country and of course it's available at, you know, large outlets like Amazon and Barnes and Noble and places like that. So you can order it online or you can go to your local bookstore. Um the, you can find me uh, for the book. Go to dreams1-2-3.com. It's a website devoted to the book. It gives an overview of my one, two, three process of, of, of working with dreams. If you want to just sort of see the way that I interpret dreams, whether or not my way of teaching the subject is good for you as somebody who's trying to learn about it, you can go to my blog at dreams123.net. And there I give these dreams that I have encountered at Reddit and that people have shared with me through other mediums. And I I take the dreams and I break them down. And I show that there's obvious symbolism in the dream that relates back to the person's waking life. 
And so you can also find me at Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash interpret dreams. That's my Facebook page. And of course, there's plenty of links off of there. So either of those three ways, that's a great way to reach me. Plus, I'm a moderator at Reddit Dreams. If you go to reddicdreams.com, it's a little corner of Reddit where I run the Dreams Forum, or I help to run it. And I go there, and I can't interpret every dream that's posted there, but I try right. to get around as much as I can to help people understand their dreams and then use that information for something constructive in their lives. All right, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to continue to take your calls. But we would love to give one copy of Dreams 123 away to our first caller that calls in. Uh, 425 3735527. Also, that's the number you can use to call in if you've got a question about your dreams um, or a question about the dreams maybe one of your children uh, have had. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about what happens to those people that have passed on, show up in our dreams. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com. Discover Jesus and Mary Magdalene's true relationship as twin flames and archetypes of the balance of masculine and feminine. Discover the real mystery of the Holy Grail. Jesus and Magda will reveal truths of their divine union and their ongoing mission through David Christopher Lewis during a two-day interactive webinar at Meru University Online. Jesus and Magda are sponsoring this course and invite your questions and participation. Class begins on April 6th from 9.30 a.m. to noon, Mountain Time, and continues on Sunday, April 13th. Learn about Magda's true status as an apostle and Jesus' revelations on women's spiritual rights. Learn what is the divine relationship between men and women as we enter Aquarius. Register now at meruuniversity.org. New student and senior discounts apply. The course starts Sunday, April 6th online at meruuniversity.org. Going under the knife for spinal surgery should be your last resort. Get a copy of this free special report, What Your Doctor Doesn't Want You to Know About Back Surgery. Get the report online at wellnessone.net or call them toll-free at 866-499-7509. Read the report. It will take about eight minutes in order to make a better informed decision about your back pain. Visit wellnessone.net or call 866 499 799-7509. 
1-800-273-0909. Tune in to Intuit University, compassionate guidance connecting you to your inner wisdom with internationally renowned psychic and medium Sherry Dillard. The second and fourth Thursday each month at 12 p.m. Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Get ready for an hour of practical spirituality and a fun and magic carpet ride into the spirit realm. This hit show is a combination of call-in readings and intuitive mentoring as Sherry supports and empowers you to create your best life in relationships, career, finances, life purpose, and spirituality. For more information, visit SherryDillard.com. Welcome back. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, the phones are ringing off the hook here, but uh, hang on. We'll be right with you. Uh, J.M. DeBoer joining us here today. Uh, The book is Dreams 123. Remember, interpret, and live your dreams. So for those of you out there, um, I want to just let all of you know that we're going to be talking about a couple of different things. And one of the things we're going to talk about is symbolism. Uh, for those of you calling in with your dreams, four two five three seven three five five two seven. If you have any questions whatsoever about them, let us know. Um, what I'd like to do is I'd like to chat for a minute about symbolism while we're getting the phones here. Okay. Um, you know, there are certain things that show up in a dream, and we think, really, JM, I'm dreaming about a rat in a garbage can, uh, or. And and why did I bring that up? Because I've had dreams about rats and garbage cans. <laughs> um, um, or you're dreaming about, you know, something that keeps showing up, maybe a beach somewhere. And, and it doesn't necessarily need to be a place you've been. What are some yeah, of the right. symbols? What are some of the things we should be aware of? Well, first of all, uh, almost everything in a dream is symbolism. So mm-hmm. You don't want to take the dream image literally. If you see yourself uh, stabbing a friend in the back in Mm. a dream and you go, you know, why would I do something like that? And people start thinking literally about that. They're like, do I have a homicidal impulse? You know, am I trying to get my friend out of the way? And what it could be doing is enacting some kind of symbolism that maybe you feel like you've been stabbed in the back in the sense of being betrayed or that somebody has gone behind your back and done something or you yourself have done something like that and you, you know, at some level you feel guilty or regret about it. And so the first thing really is a dream symbolism is a way for the unconscious side of the mind to communicate to you. It, it, it's like a game of charades that wants to give you clues, but it can't really really just come out and blurt out what it is it's trying to tell you. It has to give you these clues. And so the unconscious mind, it uses symbolism to communicate. And so once you have that basic piece of information, you can start to understand what symbolism is. It works much the same as, say, a movie, you know, like the movie The Sixth Sense. It uses the color red in scenes that are referring to death. And once you start to see that pattern, you watch the movie and you go, wow, there's all these things that the director is trying to clue you into, but it's not in the dialogue and it's not in the overt actions of the movie, of the plot. It's in the symbolism that they put in. Um, so it, you can understand your dreams with these little stories that are being told to you, but it, it's mostly nonverbal, and so it's communicating through symbolism to you. You know, I'll give you an example. I just put one up on my blog. Is I've had several dreams that were um, submitted to me to help interpret that were about wounds to the leg. So you begin and you go, well, what does a leg mean to you, and how does it like? What does it do? Well, a leg is what moves you forward in your life. 
So if you dream about you or someone you know, you know, and they have a broken leg or that it's, you know, or it's wounded in some kind of way, what it can mean is, is that there's been some kind of wounding to that person's ability to be able to move their life forward. You know, that's one example. You gave the, the rat in a garbage can, and boy, there's a lot of possibilities there, you know. But oftentimes, you know, think about the phrases where we would use rats to make comparisons to other things, you know, like a rat is a snitch, you know, or a rat is an underhanded person. If you say, man, that, that guy, he's a real rat. Well, what do you mean by that? You're describing something about the person's character, you know. So the rat doesn't necessarily have to be symbolic of a person. It can describe an overall situation, you know. Look at the, you know, the garbage can, too, rats in a garbage can, you know. It might be your mind, your dreaming mind, kind of riffing on something and saying, look, this is how you actually feel about something that's going on in your life. You know, you might feel like that you're, you're down having to, uh, you know, having to scramble for scraps, you know, yeah. that, that you're, you're in among the rats. You right. know, I imagine there's people in, in jobs, you know, like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a stock trader, but I know that my company is, is underhandedly ripping off my clients, you yeah. know, but it's how everybody makes their bonuses around here. Well, how would you describe somebody who's doing something like that? You describe them as a rat. You know, so oftentimes it's right there for you to see what the symbolism is. Oftentimes it's right in front of your face. You just have to think creatively about it. You know, what kind of figure of speech could apply to the symbolism? What is the way that it, it, is, it is used in daily life and ways to make comparisons and, and allegories and allusions and stuff like that? Well, we got an instant feedback question that came in, and here's okay. the question. What is the what is the meaning of when you see yourself sleeping and people trying to wake you up in your dreams? Huh. <laughs> well, I would give one of two possibilities on something like that. If someone's trying to wake you up, it could be that you have a sense that you're sleeping too long and you need to be awake. I've had times when that's happened when I overslept, like my alarm went off and I hit the snooze button, but I accidentally turned it off. And 20 minutes later, you know, like I have this dream that there are alarms going off or there's people going, hey, wake up, wake up, you know, and that's actually me trying to wake myself up. Now, another possibility is, is if you think about when somebody says, you need to wake up. What do they actually mean by that? It can mean that you're sleepwalking, you know, that in, in the sense that you're not really engaged with your life. You were telling me earlier that people were telling you that you daydream too much, <laughs> your head's in the clouds, you know? So if you have a dream about waking up, it can mean that you need to be aware of something. You need to wake up in the sense of, like, be more conscious and aware of what's going on. Um. I want to share uh, something with you, and we could talk about this. As a kid, I, I, I told you as a kid that I would immerse myself. I, I loved uh, all of the Marvel, the DC comics. I mean, I don't know. Something about super superheroes in the age that I grew up were really sure, important. Yeah. I grew up in New York. Um, also, some of the movies I went to. But one of the things that I started to do at night and it was as a child, I remember this, as I started to create an army of these creatures that would protect me. And I would go to bed at night with this army. The other thing that I noticed that I would do, and this is what my, what, what my mom told me I did, was if I had nightmares, I would take the, the bad things in the nightmares and make them my friends, my allies. Wow. Yeah. And, and this is what they said I've done as a, as a kid. 
that I would then create this army of my enemies or people that were trying to hurt me. There weren't people. I don't know what they were as a kid, but they weren't like humans, right? Right. And so I wanted to ask you, I mean, to this day, I still do that. You know, Uh I'm consciously aware sometimes when I go to bed of what I want my dreams to feel like. I would love for you to address that a little bit. Well, that is a great way of preparing for sleep and dreaming. If you review your dreams, and especially if there's dreams that have been, you know, nightmarish, they've been causing you anxieties or stress, is to creatively think through the dream and see if there's a way that you can turn it around and make it work for you. Oftentimes, the things that are in our dreams that appear monstrous or ghoulish or something along those lines is actually something that is just trying to get your attention. Yeah, I'll give you an example from my dreams, and it's, this is an example that's in my book, is I had a dream that there was an angry man, and he was in my attic. And so in the dream, I'm told by these people that, well, it's your house. You've got to go deal with it. And I'm like, great. So I go upstairs, and there's this big, hulking, WWE-looking guy. I mean, he looks really intimidating, and boy, is he mad. And I'm like, I just went off the handle on him. What are you doing in my house, you know, being all, causing all this disruption, blah, blah, blah. And I woke up the next morning, I'm going, man, I really reacted strongly to that. You know, normally in that kind of situation, in my waking life, I would try to diffuse the situation instead of come at him with anger. So I was thinking about the man and what he could represent, and I came to realize at the time I was in a huge work spurt. I was getting up, turning on my computer, working, and I would be there 12 hours, 14 hours later. In that time, I might have eaten one meal, and if it was a good meal, I was lucky. Most of the time, it was just grabbing something out of the freezer and microwaving it. You know, I wasn't exercising. I wasn't sleeping as much as I usually Uh do. And so the angry man was actually my inner child. Uh Now, the way I made that connection was the inner child of somebody is the part of me that still needs me as a 40-something-year-old man to be the adult in this situation. I need to be the one who says, it's time to go to bed, or you need to eat a good meal, or your back hurts from sitting on the chair for too long. Go stretch out a little bit. You know, I was ignoring those little signals from my body telling me that I needed to take better care of myself. So my inner child blew up into this big, angry man because that's how he felt about it. That's how that part of me felt about the situation. So if you creatively work with the things in your dreams like you did, that is terrific advice right there. You seem to be a natural at it. If you came up with this as a child, then it means there was something that you knew that this would be really good for you to do. Yeah, it was fascinating because I would dream about, I would, you know, there's an old saying, what you put your attention on expands. And as a kid, I was so fascinated by uh, anything but reality of my life. I was fascinated by superheroes, by Godzilla, by, by many, many things of that nature. And so I would carry them around with me uh, for, for a really long time. And so one of my defenses was that if I dreamt about these things, I would make them my allies. And it was fascinating. I did that. Um, still do it to this day. When we come back, I want to talk about what happens if we see God. What happens if we see people that have passed on? How do we interpret the meaning of all of that? J.M. DeBoer joining us here today. Go to the website dreams1-2-3.com. Fabulous website. A lot of things there. Go ahead and take a look. Remember, interpret, and live your dreams. We'll be right back. I want to see. 
of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Talk Radio. Tune in each Tuesday at noon Pacific and 3 Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com for The Dr. Julie Show, All Things Connected with Dr. Julie Kroll, featuring weekly segments with David Eisen and the Chakra Sound System. Each week, you will journey through infinite possibilities, expand into social potential, and find beautiful beginnings where endings leave off. Changemakers from around the world will explore what's emergent about the environment, relationships, health, the arts, education, and the evolution of consciousness. Visit TheDrJulieShow.com. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Are you ready to give your home a fresh look but don't want to do the work? Help is a phone call away. Kathy's Handy is a full-service general contracting company specializing in home improvement, remodeling, and repairs. Kathy's Handy are specialists in kitchens, baths, fireplace makeovers, and finished carpentry, and they partner with other amazing specialty subcontractors needed to complete any job. Friendly, energetic, and dependable with an impeccable reputation to get the job done while keeping you as comfortable as possible during the transformation of your home is the hallmark of Kathy's Handy. Call Kathy now for a free estimate. 206-715-8126. That's 206-715-8126. And visit kathyshandy.com for a complete view of possibilities for your home. Grateful patients have been saying it for 25 years. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. Dr. Thane of Wellness One of Bellevue has been named one of the nation's top chiropractors by the Consumers Research Council of America, and for good reason. He has helped his patients recover their energy and vitality after car accidents, sports injuries, herniated discs, fatigue due to stress, the list goes on. The website is bellevue.wellnessone.net. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. That's bellevue.wellnessone.net. everybody welcome back to the dr pat show talk radio to thrive by love that song by heart eric thank you so much for playing that 
That's awesome. I think it definitely applies to it the topic applies. today. And they, they're right in our own backyard here. True they're enough. From our yeah. area. So that's it does apply, doesn't it? Seattle greats. Seattle, that's exactly right. Seattle greats. Joining me here today on the show, uh, hopefully he's still with us on the show. If not, we'll get him back, is J.M. DeBoard. We're talking about remember, interpret, and live your dreams. Um, for those of you that want to uh, find out more about him, you can go ahead and go to the website that I mentioned before, but let me give it to you again. You can go ahead to dreams with an S. One hyphen two hyphen three dot com. So dreams one dash two dash three dot com and check it out. A lot of information. Um, We're going to be talking with him a little bit about what happens when and if you should see God. Well, how about thinking about uh, what happens if you see people that have passed on? And what's really fascinating about this for me is that, um, you know, I'm I'm I'm. It's amazing what our pop culture focuses on. Two main themes right now in the Hollywood of our pop culture. One is brain movies, and the other one is after after life movies. Both of these have come to the forefront. We're going to see two mega, actually two sets of mega movies come to the forefront about the mind, about the brain, about transcendence, um, and about the afterlife. And so the question comes up about dreams, what if I see myself as, as, as no longer in this earth skin? What if I dream about a loved one that has passed on? What if I dream about God? JM, would you like to talk to us a little bit about each of those in this last segment? Sure. Um, you know, I was talking about how sometimes dreams are actually about deceased loved ones or actual contact. And I, my opinion on this changed. I'm, I'm a conventional dream interpreter. You know, I, I look at the science, I look at the symbolism, and, and I combine it together into a method for interpreting dreams. And when you have dreams about deceased loved ones that really seem to be contact between you and them and not some kind of symbolism, then you've really got to open your mind to these possibilities. And in my next book, I'm going to talk about I have an entire chapter devoted to the subject of the many, many, many dreams that I've helped to interpret that are along these lines. It's people who they've had contact with a loved one, someone who, you know, was very close to them, they passed on, and there was something that was unresolved, or that they just wanted to make contact with them again. They wanted to know that they were okay, that they were out there. And the writings of Edgar Casey opened my mind to this, because Edgar was a psychic, but he was also a master dream interpreter. He was just absolutely spot on with his dream interpretations, because he didn't interpret the dream. He interpreted the dreamers. He read their subconscious and could see the way that the content of their subconscious was matching up with what their dreams were telling them also. So there are there is a way of being able to tell the difference. This comes from the School of Metaphysics in Missouri, who they've talked a lot about the subject. And what they say is, is if you're actually talking to the person, the deceased person, then most likely that is your mind bringing them up and helping you to work through the grief, the loss, whatever it is that's still unresolved. If they contact, if they talk with them telepathically through feelings or through images, and you don't see mouths moving to voice the words, then you're talking about contact with the person. Uh. You've, you've, that's, that's not cut and dried, but it is, a good, it is a good rule of thumb to be able to use to be able to tell the difference between the dreams. And most of the time you can tell by the feeling 
you know, they, and, and the way that the person communicates to you. If they have positive messages, then they're, they're, that is much more likely to be real contact. Because I've never heard of contact between people where the message coming from the other side was, I'm miserable, you know, this is terrible, I wish I was still... Well, I mean, of course, they could still wish that they were alive in body, but what I mean is, is that there's, there's almost always positive messages that come through. And also there's the message that, get over my loss, you need to get on with your life. Oh. Grieve, that's okay, but let's get this process over with, because every day that you're thinking about me is a day that you're not applying that energy to your own life, and you really, you need to do this. You need to focus on your own life. So most of the time, it's, it's you and your subconscious working things out. Some of the time, you're actually talking to that person. Now, this does bring up an issue of, is there some kind of responsibility that you have if a person comes to you in a dream who you think they were deceased? And is there some kind of responsibility that you have? Like, maybe you could have helped to prevent their death. Yeah. You know, there are dreams that forewarn of these kinds of things. Right. And my emphatic answer is no. Some, that is something that is between that person and their God. That has nothing to do with you. It's already something that's faded. It's going to work out that way. And if you have a dream that they're going to pass away, and, and it's not something where it seems like you could take some kind of intervention or action, like let's say you have a friend who's a heroin addict and you have a dream that you see him with a needle in their arm and they're dead or something, you know, well, maybe you need to call that friend and, and try a last-ditch effort to get him off the drug or whatever it is that's killing him. But most likely, it's something that is helping to prepare you for it to come. There's a story from the Civil War of a, um, an officer who dreamed that he was going to die the next day in battle. His father, who had died in battle years earlier, came to him and said, Son, tomorrow you're going to die. You need to get your, your affairs in order. So the guy wrote out a will, and his commanding officers thought, Oh, it's just jitters, it's just nerves. No, he actually died the next day. Now, wow. it could be coincidence. It could be wow. fears manifesting. He might have known that the battle was probably against them. Maybe he had looked at the survey of the land and said, you know, of the way that the battle was sort of lining up and realized his side was probably going to get their butts kicked, you know. Yeah. But he yeah. could also, you know, like Lincoln's yeah. dream of the assassination, you right, know. Right, right, Lincoln right. actually had two dreams that forewarned him of what was going to happen, and he chose to ignore both. Of them. Wow. And he was, Lincoln was somebody that believed in the prophetic abilities of dreams. Right. He considered the dreams very deeply and he decided not to do anything about it. Yeah. Hey, JM. Hey, JM. Yeah, you know, I'm going to have to have you come back because we are, the hour has flown by. Boy, we're cracking it open here, aren't we? We're cracking. <laughs> Will you please come back? I would love to continue this and talk about all of that and much more. Thank you so much for a fabulous show. Hey, Eric, thank you so much. Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. You guys remember, this is all about you. We'd love to hear from you. Send us an email, info at the drpatshow.com. We'll see you next time. What's getting your attention as physical pain or illness? Have doctors been unable to help? Consider an intuitive healing session with Christy Borst. Amazing things happen every day, sometimes with jolting awareness, and sometimes with subtle shifts aided with Christy's divine healing gift. Release that which no longer serves you. For more information and to contact Christy, visit HealingResonance.us. That's HealingResonance.us.
Where do you desire to go in your life? Are you only looking outside yourself for the answers? What if you use your soul's wisdom to lead the way? So what is the soul and how do you access its wisdom? Soul Suitcase with Victoria Cohen will unpack these questions and help you tap into and trust your own inner voice to solve everyday problems. Our Soul Suitcase is a treasure chest of wisdom inside us waiting to be discovered. Listen to Soul Suitcase while Victoria Cohen takes everyday situations like job loss, relationship struggles, parenting challenges, work stress, and health concerns and shows you how awakening to your inner voice helps you make more conscious choices where your life flows more smoothly with greater clarity purpose, grace, and ease. As a psychotherapist and soul coach, Victoria has inspired thousands of clients over the past 31 years to listen to their inner wisdom and let it guide them on their true path. You can learn this too on Soul Suitcase with Victoria Cohen. Your soul suitcase is packed. Are you ready to start your journey? What if the world doesn't function the way we've been told? What if we truly can bend the laws of physical reality? What if we can end limitation? What if weird were the coolest thing you could be? And what if it's time for a totally different reality? Are you ready to create it? Are you ready to dream as big as you dare? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything in my life changed for me. This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Gandhi, Galileo, and Aristotle all knew to be true. It's not about the answer. It's about being the question always. It's about truly being you, whatever that looks like, and changing this world. Is now the time? Start by signing up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. That's beingyouclass.com. What if you are the gift and the change this world requires? beingyouclass.com. Call the Oprah of radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Vasily is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit thedrpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit jenroyster.com for more information. Hey, Moon, you want to know something groovy? Yeah, Jess. What's that? Dr. Pat has been on the radio for 10 years. 10 years? Are you kidding me? That's awesome. I'll tell you what's awesome. She's bringing back the Pay It Forward campaign and Holistic Makeover to celebrate. If you want to know more or get involved, go to thedrpatshow.com or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thedrpatshow to get updates about everything we're doing.
Hey, do you like free stuff? The Dr. Pat Show has an amazing giveaway program doing weekly giveaways on Facebook and Twitter. Go to facebook.com slash the Dr. Pat Show and click the like button. Then go to twitter.com slash the Dr. Pat Show and click the follow button. Then you can play along and enter to win some amazing prizes. Again, that's facebook.com slash the Dr. Pat Show and twitter.com slash the Dr. Pat Show.